Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the Almost Black Man Podcast. And today is a very special episode. I got a special guest for y'all. My bro E. Say what's up, E. What's good with the people, y'all? How y'all feeling? Yeah, and today we're going to talk about traveling around the world as a black man. Let's get to it. Okay, so before we start the episode fully, I do got to say a couple things. One, this is a very chill episode. I mean, I feel like most of my episodes be chill, but no real script. It's just me and E having a conversation. Second thing, we are not in my, you know, makeup studio that I have back home. We're actually kind of outside right now. So if you hear some background noise, just ignore it. Pay attention to what we're saying and not the extra noise. But, yeah, we're going to talk about what it's like being a black man and traveling the world and the country. So, first, E, I would like to ask you, where have you been in the country? Actually, I know firsthand that you have been traveling since you were younger. So, where would you say, like, the first place you were? Um, traveling to in the states and yeah just give a little bit about that so one of the first places i would go in the states is delaware because i have family in delaware um, my experiences in delaware was that it was pretty cool didn't realize the difference until i was actually older and i realized that people in delaware <laughs> are so much chiller than the people in maryland where we are and then yeah i think so and i really think that delaware is great because they have no sales tax. So that's something the adult in me really loves. You know, everything's cheaper. One last thing, um, it's real quiet and slow there. So you don't have to consistently watch your back every 10 seconds. Um, okay. I didn't know about the Delaware. I knew you was in, what's it, the Henry Hall program. I thought that's when you, like, really started to travel. Or, like, what, what was the Henry Hall program? Explain it for the people. So they know what that shit is. I mean, <laughs> they know what it is. Sorry, y'all. So Henry Hall is a well was a biologist. He he died a little while ago, and um, basically the Baltimore Aquarium created a program for any city inner city youth to be able to take trips and study marine, to study marine biology for free. So I joined the program. And I tried to all my friends to join the program because it was really cool trips and we did some really cool things. So while I was in the Henry Hall program. I went to Jelki Island, Georgia to study sea turtles. I went to the top of the Susquehanna River to study how pesticides were affecting the uh, schools of fish within the Susquehanna River and how it was affecting our drinking water. I went to Maine to study, I, I forgot why I was in Maine. Lobsters? Yeah, yeah, I went to Maine to study lobsters and I went to the, the Florida Keys to study like coral reef ecology. And I also had a chance to go shark tagging, but I was too busy with football and all that other stuff. So I traveled a lot because of the Henry Hall program, and I could have done more, but just with my experience, I still had a blast. So how old were you when you were, like, going on these trips? Um, It started in middle school, so I was in, like, the seventh, sixth or seventh grade all the way up through when I graduated high school. Okay, I think... Well, well, were there many other black people 
in the group? Like, I I was never in the group, so I don't really know. Yeah, it was a lot of black people, actually. The different ethnicities were the minority if they were to come along. So because we were focused on the inner city, a lot of the kids there were from the inner city. And it's not really diverse in the inner city. There's a lot of black kids, so majority of the program was black kids. And it was actually funny because you could see the different cultures and how, like, inner city youth acted. So it was just interesting. I ain't really go nowhere when uh, I was young. Um, I think the first time I ever went out of state, me and my family, we did like a little shopping trip up to New York. So first we drove to New Jersey, stopped there. I remember when I bought this fart gun from the mall. Um, then we went to New York. And yeah, from what I can remember, I think that was the first time I ever like left Baltimore. And then I remember when my aunt moved to Georgia uh, I went down there with her that first time and a couple of summers like I would go down there and travel and stuff but basically I I don't know I don't think I've traveled that much when I was younger maybe when I got to middle school and high school and E and I well his family his mom um, and I thank her for this will always try to get us to go on trips out of the state so well we went to Massanutten yep um we went to Water Country USA slash Bush Garden. Uh, that was, we only went on two trips, right? Yeah. It seemed like it was more. Right. But it was really just those two trips. And we had a blast on those two trips. Right. I do. Well, to me, they stick in my head a lot because I didn't know of any other kids, like, getting to leave the state to take trips with their friends. And I think, personally, it did have, like, an impact on my mindset. Uh, before I go into mine, I would ask you, like, do you feel like traveling when you were that young and being black and, you know, getting out of your everyday normal environment had effect on you? Yeah, for sure. I made a statement earlier. You could see how inner city youth kids acted. And that's just a statement because I, I'm coming for us coming from a situation where I travel frequently compared to the inner city youth who didn't really travel and never really got out of Baltimore. So all they knew was Baltimore. So when they got outside of their comfort zone, it was like totally different. They didn't know how to react to certain situations. And you can still see the Baltimore in this. And it was like you need to sometimes step away from that, from your at-home culture and just enjoy and live in a moment and just try to take in so much because you can grow and develop and change that mindset. So that way when you get older, you can know how to you interact. And once you start to really travel the world, that's when you really like, get the true change of mind and the true change of mindset. So I would have to ask you, like you personally, what characteristics were affected or do you think were like kind of implemented in your head and your character since you were traveling at that age? Because I personally can think of a few that I believe still affect me today. Or do you want me to go first and try to, so you can get an idea of what yeah, I'm asking? You go first. So for example, I would say, I feel like, and I say this a lot in my episodes, I feel like I can kind of survive and thrive in any environment. And I feel like at a young age, that was kind of put into my head because no matter where I went, I was always able to make friends, have fun. And I think early on, I kind of got the idea that you don't have to do what everybody else in our community does to have fun. Like our trip to Massena and we went snowboarding. I don't know anybody. When I was at that age, I didn't know anybody else in my life 
that went snowboarding. And it's like, you know, even when we came back, I remember people like, oh, why are you going snowboarding? Why y'all doing white people stuff? And, uh, you know, that's when I really had to think, and I was really proposed with that question for the first time, like, what is white people stuff? Like, why why they get their own activities and it's the fun stuff? Like, I enjoy snowboarding up to an extent because I could buzz on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was like, I think that's when I first kind of got hooked on to not following the trend of doing what everybody else is doing and seeing what the world has to offer. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you think traveling at that age has affected you? Yeah, um, I can definitely agree with what you said about the white people stuff comment. Um, just from going snowboarding and just my mother keeping me involved in so many different activities at a young age and being around different ethnicities allowed me to become multicultural. For example, at my university, there was a lot of students from our university oh, at our university there was a lot of students from saudi arabia and i was able to really kind of just sit back and watch and and be ingrained in that culture to the point where i started learning the language they started teaching me that traditions that norms they, they even changed my name they called me jabril <laughs> listen somebody uh look jabril up and tell me what that means i don't know what it means, but i was eating dates and drinking coffee all day long boy i tell you i tell you and then that's just like the people from the Middle East, and then when it came to time for me to work with the white culture or like the white people, it was like it was easier for me to transition and understanding like the way they think, the way they talk, why they do certain things. And when it came time for me to work in with my people, the blacks, it was <laughs> <laughs> it was just like oh, this is my this is my home culture. So that's definitely a big thing allowing you to be multicultural, and it it just allows you to find interest in the non-stereotypical things and i think that for me being able to travel at a young age i didn't really follow the social norms like oh i'm not that real big in fashion or like in jewelry or designer clothes i don't need any of that stuff i just find pleasure in like doing activities and traveling and that's something that was ingrained in me at such a young age so i don't i wouldn't feel uncomfortable if i was to travel and be in the mountains with just me and my girl surrounded by a whole bunch of white people or if I was to go down south and go mutton in the backwoods of Georgia and it's nothing but rednecks, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. I, I would just know how to fit into the culture and I'm multicultural. Yeah, I agree. So we also, well, y'all know E is my man. That's my best friend, my bro. It's like we have also had the opportunity to go on trips together as adults. So I would just have to ask you, what's your favorite trip that you and I have got to go on? Because we be traveling, especially with all the engineering conferences, like in college, we had a lot of opportunities to go to different states or even just to go to D.C., like 45 minutes away to do conferences. But what we will also do is try to get out and see what the place had to offer. So I ask you, what's your favorite place? Uh, it would have to be the first Nesby conference. I was it? what was the first Nesby? Uh, Kansas City, right? I think I think it was Nesby yeah, Nationals in Kansas City, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. So Kansas City, okay. Nesby Nationals, <laughs> any of the women color conferences, <laughs> and Puerto Rico. When we went to Puerto Rico for spring break. I forgot about that. Yep, yep. Okay. Why is your number one your number one? Because Nesby Nationals that that kind of gave us an insight to how we would act as professionals and how we would be just. As young adults at at Nesby Nationals, like what is Nesby Nationals oh, for the people don't understand? 
So Nesby is the National Society of Black Engineers, and they had a national conference. Oh, and they have a national national conference every year. And this year, this was our first year going, and it just so happens to be in Kansas City, Missouri. So to give you people a little background, me and Karan, we were absolutely broke. We had no money. We found an Airbnb with these nice, with this really nice couple, and we stayed in that basement. And then we flew to Kansas City from BWI, and we had absolutely no means of transportation. But we were stranded in the airport. We we literally talked to every car vendor. And there's one black lady, she helped us out. And then she didn't even charge us for the car. So that was real love. And then we the, just the people we met, the connections we met. We still know some of those, some of those people to this day. And then just partying and traveling. And we didn't pay for the car? No, they didn't charge me. We we put my card on file, but oh, they did not try. That was see this on the internet. <laughs> they coming for you, <laughs> bro. It was years ago. <laughs> I, I had my card on file. They just never charged it. Mm, so, I know that. yep. Okay, I think I would agree. I think Kansas City. I don't know because Detroit was fun, especially when we had that uh, hotel party. <laughs> <laughs> All the hotel parties are crazy. We had the uh, the suite in the Marriott, yep. and I don't know how. We got that. Coasting, well, E, he used to work for the engineering department, and somehow I think he finessed and put us on the list to get a better room. We had better rooms than the staff. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, well, no, I would say Missouri. The only reason I say Kansas City was my favorite trip is because I think that was the first time I went on a trip and I, like, tried the local food with intention. So, I remember before we got there, I looked up, like, what's to do in Kansas City? Because, again, we weren't, like, staying in a hotel with all of the rest of the students. We was, like, a, what, 30, 45-minute drive yeah. Yeah. away from the actual conference. So we, with this couple, and, like, I'm asking them questions. And I remember um, you had a job interview or something like that. Yeah. So I went by myself to get some uh, brisket. That was the first time I ever had brisket. And I heard that Kansas City was really known for that barbecue. So... I went by myself. I tried it. Smack. Amazing. So I think just the memories with us, you know, at the conference, but additionally me going by myself on my own kind of for the first time and, like, doing something, I think that kind of, like, opened up this door where go to places and kind of travel and see what's special about that place. Like, why do the people that live here love it and continuous, continue to live here? And now I kind of do that whenever I travel to a new place, like really try to understand the culture. You know, people go on vacation for for different reasons, like to just relax and travel. But I think my biggest reason is to see why the locals love it there. Like, why are you living here? Why do you love it here? Um, I will ask you, what does the future hold with travel within the U.S.? Like, where do you want to go next or where you think about living, maybe or raising a family? Like what's the what's the future for travel in the U.S.? Um, pleasure wise, I know I'm going to Maine for my birthday to go hit the slopes up at uh, Sugar River at, at the top of Maine. So that's going to be pretty fun to get ready for my ski trip when I'm going to the French Alps in January. Um, but I'm trying to flex on y'all real quick. <laughs> yeah. hey, y'all already know, you know, right now. And while I'm in France, I'm going to go. I'm in Somalia, so I'm going to go get some of the best wines. Saying <laughs> I'm messing with y'all, but um domestically i'm trying to go to all 50 states all of them me and my girl that's our goal we're gonna knock it out i don't know where we at right now we haven't counted but we've been traveling um where i want to live my job is based in virginia so i'm not trying to 
go too far away from them. So I could say right in a median, probably like Bowie, Laurel area, close to both our families. That's a nice, cool, and it's like nice peace of mind in the area. Get out the city, get away from these crazy people down here. Okay, I think me personally, because I've, I've been to a couple of states. I think total I've been to like 13 different states. But what I really want to do next is explore like the, uh, what do you call them? Like not national treasures, but like landmarks. So you got like the Grand Canyon, oh, Niagara Grand Falls. Um, I really want to go to Denver, Colorado. Um, they have that big, beautiful mountain. Like if you look up Denver, Colorado right now, the first thing going to pop up is that mountain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that's my next big trip or one of my top places I want to go because I still got to hit Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. I'm thinking about that. For my Bro, birthday. we got to do a Vegas trip. I'm thinking for my birthday, we're going to do Vegas because I'm really excited. Like everybody always talk about they have a good time in Vegas. So My girl and her homegirls went to Vegas and they go like she went with Alonso and she went with the homegirls. And I've, and I've only gone with my family, which sucked because I can't really do that. We in the bed by 10 o'clock when I'm with my family. And I'm. they said, oh, you can go out and leave out the room. But I'm 16, 17, what am I going to do in Vegas? Buy a prostitute? Where, where am I going to bring her? Back to my room where my parents are sleeping? Like, I can't do nothing. Couldn't even gamble. Okay, so we definitely doing a Vegas trip so he could get his redemption. Um, but, yeah, I think when it comes to living, you know, I'm in a special situation where I live out of the country. But, and I guess a lot of people just keep forgetting this or don't understand this, I have to move back to the U.S. after a certain amount of years. So one of my biggest problems, and I think I said this in one of my later episodes, the should I stay or should I go episode, like, do I come back to Baltimore or Maryland or do I just see what it's like to live in a different state? So I was thinking of maybe Texas or somewhere down south. Nothing is official yet. I don't really know. But, yeah, I do want to explore America in general. Like you said, your goal is to go to all 50 states. I think that's one of my goals as well. But to really see is like what's the best place for me? Because I feel like a lot of people complain about hashtag or quote America, but what they really mean is the city that they live in or the state that they live in. They don't really like it that much. And I try to explain to people like every state is different, and every city in every state is different. You kind of just gotta find what state has the most pros that you know suit you, and. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna work. I think when people complain, they don't complain about like the social life of America. They complain about these racial injustices that's happening to the black people in America. But I'm gonna leave it there because I'm not gonna get in my soapbox. Well, when I say people, I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about white people, black people. Everybody lo- likes to talk trash about America, and I think I hear it frequently because I live outside of America. Every time I meet an American, oh, I like this country so much more because it is i like this country so much more because of that america sucks and i'm like the problem that you just said that you have in america i don't have in my state or i don't have in my city so is it america or is it where you live so that's why i was going with that but of course you know racial injustice all that is definitely big here america got a lot of problems that need to be fixed but i personally have faith in america but that's a whole another episode for another day we talking about traveling as black men so to progress from um, intercontinental travel, let's talk about externally traveling. So where have you been outside of America and where do you plan to go? 
I've been to a lot of islands. Like a lot of a lot of the Caribbean. It's it's too many to travel. I mean, um to name. Um I'm going on another trip in September of next year to more of the Caribbean. Um been to Germany, been to Amsterdam, been to Poland, been to France. I took them to all them places, by the way. <laughs> yeah, did a, did a little bit of traveling. Um, been to Canada. Um, and yeah, I I just want to travel, man. There's no, no particular place that I'm really looking forward to, so I'm just gonna travel. Okay, y'all know me. I be in the day different country every weekend uh to the point i lost count i don't even try to count anymore and i think that's actually a sign of growth because a lot of people like oh yeah i've been to 30 countries i've been to 37 countries i'm like okay what what are you keeping track of the number for i feel like people use it to kind of impress other people but i try to just remember where i've been again like culturally like what i've learned what i've seen and how that's gonna affect me because i feel like me personally every time i go somewhere new i kind of learn something different about myself and about people in general um one of my biggest things that i like to say and i like to just notice or just say in general like traveling is very interesting because you see that people are living a completely different way than you eating different food doing different things treating people differently socially and they're living just as long if not longer than we do in america so that shows us that there's no one right way to live life you feel me it's like okay if the germans are doing all this differently and they still living just as long what makes our way the american way right or wrong you feel me so i would say that's probably like the biggest mindset thing i get from traveling i think personally when it comes to characteristics i've developed like a really high independence because i can travel anywhere in the world by myself again and like just still be social still be myself enjoy myself i don't require anything from anybody i just need me and whatever the place i'm in has to offer i think you know i just make the best out of the situation so this kind of reliance on myself this independence what would you say traveling the world and a lot of it has been recent for you has like shown you or how has it changed you or what has you know changed about you it's a kind of deep question so i mean do you need time to think about it no we're good it's definitely more for me it's more sort of change of mindset because here in america we have a lot of stereotypes about different countries and that america is superior but if you really want to look at it Every country, I would say, has their own way of living, and they all operate differently. So I wouldn't say one is superior, one is superior. It's just about how you want to operate, and is if is is that way of life working for you? And if it is, great, thrive, change, be you. If if it's not, then stay where you at. But the thing that changed me the most is, is definitely changing mindset, bro. Like I. Like, I've never would have thought that about France. The food was amazing. Like, Poland, the food was good. Like, the vodka, amazing. The people, friendly. And you, here in America, we seem to think that everybody outside of the United States is, like, dumb or 
like mean or just ignorant, but it's actually we just have a terrible media here in the United States that does an awful job of truly portraying other countries. I think it's the same for Americans. Like when I talk to people outside of America, they always think Americans are dumb. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, there's a lot of dumb Americans. No offense, but that comes with American privilege and a whole bunch of other stuff that we could talk about. The list will go on. But yeah, the, the media does the same thing in those countries. When they talk about America, they only show the crime, they only show the worst parts. So people are like, man, I hate Americans or Americans stupid. When in reality, anywhere in the world has good people and bad people, has places with crime and places with no crime, dumb people and smart people. So I think the media in general does do a bad job of portraying anybody in any light because negative news sells like if you want to sell and you want a lot of viewers just put on something negative and watch how many people pay attention how would you say traveling will affect your future now that you know you got some countries under your belt like what do you think your future is looking like now i don't think it'll change too much i'll just travel more try more foods that's basically it you think you'll have a move out the country nah <laughs> Too loyal to my country. Oh, no. Uh, see, look, he just talking about all this racism and stuff. He, now he loyal to the white man. <laughs> so, let me chill. Now, I think moving out the country is a big step. I know a lot of people who say they want to do it, but I think they just be bluffing. I think, again, it's just something else to say. Like, oh, I hate America. I want to move out. But people don't realize America might be tough and bad in some situations, but they excel in others. Comfortability is excellent here. I get ice in my water here. <laughs> not not to talk trash about Germany. I love Germany, but again, every place got its pros and cons. So I think a lot of people need to take that more into consideration. When I, I would say that traveling internationally has affected my future because now I'm more likely and more willing to look at somewhere to live outside of America. I honestly think it should be like some type of, you know how they have these personality quizzes and you take them as like, oh, this is your personality. They need to have a big quiz to tell you where is the best country in the, in the world for you to live. Like, are you more of a socialist or a communist or you prefer a democratic republic? And do you like taxes being taken out or not? Do you mind? Would you rather have a college that's free or a college that's low price, but the government is taking more of your money? Stuff like that. I'm more willing because I know that every country is kind of different and I feel like people will excel in some countries and feel better than in other countries but yeah i think that's really it when it comes to my future of course i'm gonna be traveling more i ain't gonna say i'm gonna try to say every see every single country in the world because that's a lot but i think i could try to get to like 60 70 and again i told you i want to be the world's most interesting man so i'll just have stories to tell and collectibles from every country and then inspire other people to travel, especially people that look like me, people in my community, and my family to come. But that's really it for traveling on this episode. You got any last words, E? Travel, 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 travel. Okay, you heard E. Travel, 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 travel. Um, yeah, so that's it. I do have to say, um, y'all know that I told y'all about accountability, and I wasn't able to post a podcast episode on Sunday and I could have you know if I was precautious and I prepared an episode would have come out came out but I didn't and I told y'all whenever I mess up 
I owe y'all. So here's the first accountability practice. The first person to like the Instagram post on my page when I post it, comment, I'm holding you accountable, and repost the post onto that story, I will give you a $25 Amazon card for holding me accountable. Y'all heard it here. Only the people who listen to the full episode are going to hear this. So again, like the post, comment, I'm holding you accountable, and then post it on your story, and you'll get $25 from me, or 25 euros if you live in Europe. Um, Just DM me, and we can work it out. But yeah, thank y'all for listening as always. Love y'all. Y'all have a great week. Y'all heard E. He said travel, 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 but he love y'all too. And we out. Peace.